Welcome back to that entrepreneur show. Vincent A. Lancy here. I'm excited for today's show and you should be too. Mary Lou is a leader who has been in the entrepreneurial space for a while now and also in different roles. So get ready for an awesome episode. Mary Lou, it's great to see you. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having me back. Of course, everyone out there, she was a guest on a mental health break. Be sure to go down to the show description and check her out there. She had a very inspiring story. And we were just talking about behind the scenes. Someone actually recognized her journey on the show and reached out because they were resonating with this amazing guest. I met her um, on a news scene. I was doing some modeling for her awesome company, Heads and Tails, that she now works with. And from there, we developed a friendship right away. And she's a very, very hard worker. She carries herself very professionally, but she also loves giving back through her story. She did that on a mental health break. This show, she's going to do her entrepreneurial background. Let's go back to when you first decided that a traditional nine to five was not for you. You wanted to become an entrepreneur. What was going on? Um, I think what happened was I, I've always been blessed to work for entrepreneurs. Um, my first retail job, believe it or not, was with Warren Eisenberg. He was the owner of Bed Bath & Beyond. He started his first store in Springfield, New Jersey, and here he had already had and established a bigger storefront from when he had started. I was only 14, 15 years old, and I started a work-study program in high school, and it was in their buying office located like right where he started his business his office was right on top of the building so i saw the culture from the very beginning i i saw what it meant to work for companies that had company culture and i said to myself okay here i am i'm, I'm in high school these are people i really would love to work for and um that lasted seven years i actually grew within the company from the buy-in office to work on a sales floor um connect with people in lifestyle selling, um, maybe someone was getting married and they were registered for their beautiful pieces. Somebody just bought a house. They were doing, a, you know, registering for that. You you listen to all these stories and you, you start to pick up on, wow, maybe this is what I want to do. I went to school for interior design and textile design. Oh, that's our new addition here. Sorry about that. Um, okay. And that working with people and helping them make a decision and then applying it to what they're gonna keep long-term in their life. Um, those, those type of things, along with connecting with people, I said to myself, okay, so far I'm in the right field, I'm connected with the right people, I'm, I'm doing what I like, I really love doing it. Um, so I stayed with the company as much as I could until I worked for a different entrepreneur because of life balance and money. Um, I already had, you know, finished college and I, there was not, um, where I was working at to do the college was in New York city where I lived in New Jersey and school was in New York city, but it wasn't ideal for me every day. So fast forward, um, working for other entrepreneurs that were more local and seeing their passion they had for their business kind of did change my, um, where, where I worked in, I went from interior design into fashion design um in footwear and then i graduated into um actually working for eventually years later for sarah blakely the inventor of spanx um and she kept that every time i interviewed and i've only I, i'm grateful to say that I've, I've only worked for four employers in my whole life 
um, because everyone I did work for, I did start from the bottom and build myself to the top. Um, but the economy changed a lot of those companies, um, how their story told out and they had to downsize or close. And, you know, unfortunately my job was affected. Um, but I took away a lot. I took away all the passion and the company that the owners and leaders and all the managers above me um, instilled in the people that worked for them and how they they made it important that um, we're another family. You know, you're investing that much time into that kind of business and then it is your second family. So I, I, I kind of adapted that to wherever I worked um, and who I worked for that I needed to, you know, at least work for something that's going to elevate me. Well, I know there was a break at some point where you did actually your own thing. You took all the skills that you acquired from working for entrepreneurs, that firsthand experience. And everyone out here knows that I would be in school forever if it were free. But there is nothing that replicates or can replace, I should say, that firsthand experience. You were being mentored for years. Let's walk us through the process of what it was like when you first started that. So I, I, I lost my job like probably a lot of people did during the pandemic. Um, it, you know, it was very scary. I actually moved from another state with the company and I started, I was here alone. I was here alone with my two kids. So I said, what am I going to do now? Where am I going to work or how, or what am, what am I going to figure out? Fortunately, I, I was always around good people that, um, I was able to help with and, and things like that. And I saw a need and the first need was everybody was looking for a face mask. And um, <laughs> believe it or not, I sourced a company um, out of New York with two guys that started their own company, um, Top Trends, which people probably see some of their product in Walmart now. Um, and they were selling face masks in different sizes. And I was popping up at different places and did my own Facebook thing. And I started having people like ordering here, you know, small sizes for kids, some for others. And I kept thinking, um, I'm popping up to do this in a place where there's need. I'm helping. Um, I was started to donate some to different places that needed them. Like I was trying to figure out a way of where I could still make money um, or start something that my son could probably take over. He had just graduated college and had nowhere to work. So I wanted to use the experience I had to help him build something that he can start or, you know, not knowing, not knowing that I was not going to go back to work. I, I just had, I just said, okay, everybody shut down. We all got to take a minute. Um, the employer I had at the time, she elevated us. We, we had TED talks. We were on conference calls every week. We had, we had a book club. We had, I mean, I work with the 10 most amazing women um, in the industry um, from other states, and we all met weekly. I was able to still elevate my team and meet with them weekly. So I didn't think that I was going to get into something. But when reality hit, I had taken what I had started and my son went his own way, um, which I was proud of him because he actually started to work for Quest Diagnostics as a logistics oh, nice. manager okay. when the world needed him, right? Absolutely. So I said, okay, I'm going to now this is here this this is here i took whatever was in the moment and i said how is this going to work for me well i had a kid at home nothing was opening and 
I had an outlet. So what can I do to provide something that was that can work and help? And I think what I what got to me was I was doing so many pop ups. Eventually, one day I was walking down the street and I and I was packing up from a pop up at a private event and I saw a parking lot full of people like cars and nothing else was open. I'm like, what is going on over there? And I never knew of the concept of by appointment only to get your hair done. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, you know, like, so these, I came across Salon Suites and I contacted the owner as I saw there was a for rent sign. And I said, okay, I'm going to start my business. I'm going to put up, a, it's by appointment. That means there's people here all day long. I'll, I'll, you know, start with the face mask. I'll put a little fashion twist into it. And that's how I started. I had things that people wanted to shop and take a little break from the world in. They felt comfortable going in there. I went by all the guidelines. I did everything I could until things started to lift little by little. And more and more clients were comfortable with me. And I was able to provide them. I, I grew from that to an actual all-in-one in-store shopping experience for women that wanted personal um, shopping done from undergarments to styling to anything else that I could think of in a very quaint little space. Um, so that, to me, it was like I was living my dream. Everything that I wanted to do all my life, you know, and that I that I worked for, and, and I was connecting with people and women and and men, even husbands, you know, shopping for their wives, um, people that I still see today. I love seeing how, how all roads led to completely doing what you wanted to do. I know that you work as hard as anyone, so I know that you definitely earned the success and the quick growth. And you recognize an opportunity above everything. You noticed there was an opportunity and need to fill. And you went in there, you put your own twist on it. And of course, you found success. Mary Lou, I got to ask, if you were to start any other business with no barriers, no external variables, you're just going to get into a field and start a business, what would it be on this time? I think I'd bring it back. All right. I think, I think I'd bring my concept back, um, but with the, with the amazing people I work with now, I would totally um, bring that connection with it. I, I, would, I would love to bring the idea to them and see maybe do a full-on concept um the beauty of all this is that i that i was able to i was lucky to still stay within my community um and get to know families and 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 live the same culture they're living like you know their kids are going to school they're some of them are going off to college um things like that and and I, i'm blessed to be working with a team that does give back to the community and gives back to the to the people around them so you kind of feel like yeah, we're a retail store, we're selling, and but we are trying to fulfill a need and we care about every purchase they make. And we also love to learn more about them. And I know that I've made some connections with women in different circumstances that no one will ever know about because that's one of my, <laughs> my things. Whatever happens in my store stays in my store. Um, but it'd be nice to bring a spin to the current concept I'm in now and tie in everyday lifestyle as well and and build it up just make our own department store <laughs> i think it could certainly happen again so everyone out there don't be shocked if you see something pop up soon i am going to get your contact where we can find you online all that good stuff how we could say hello but of course 
which entrepreneur throughout history, Mary Lou, would you choose to have a conversation with, learn from, pick their brain? So I already <laughs> talked about Sarah, but I would love to talk to her husband, Jesse Itzler. I, I followed his podcast and I followed his um, Build Your Life resume, and I think it's amazing. I think some of the things that he has said and done, and both of them together, um, since the pandemic till now, how they continue to do things. I, I would love to sit down and talk to him. I mean, he's, he's written some amazing books, um, and, and, and he's just very inspiring. And he does talk a lot about one thing that I did learn from all of this is um, the quality of time. Like, you know, where are you gonna be? Like everything that has to do with time. Um, where are you gonna be five years from now? Where are you gonna be five minutes from now? You know, um, how much time are you spending with family? How much time are you spending with your kids? How much time are you spending with yourself? He, he um, had a very interesting podcast on that and I've always like been inspired about his talks and things. So I, I, that would be one person. I would totally love to meet in person again. All right. Well, let's dive deeper. Since you've already had this engagement with him, where would you want this meeting to be? Is there a location <laughs> that you'd want to pick it out? I don't know. I could start it with Zoom. I, I would love to see Sarah again. So maybe maybe in Atlanta. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone out here, say hello to Mary Lou. At Where can we say hi? I actually um, have my own page. It's ML in Tampa. And um, everyone can follow us there. I mean, it's gonna be the con it's gonna be connected to the podcast, so feel free to reach out there. Or, um, you know, if you're in Tampa and you're into game day, we are um, really the best place to come to for anything Gators, Seminoles, a USF, um, Tampa Bay sports, and um, definitely come see the amazing team there at Heads and Tails. We're on West Kennedy Boulevard. And we have a website. So hopefully you guys will do some of your game day shopping there. All right, everyone, be sure to say hello. And I am at Vincent Day Lansing on all social media. Be sure to check me out and subscribe to my YouTube channel with a lot of behind-the-scenes podcast content. The show is at That Entrepreneur Show on all social media, and it will be getting picked up again very, very soon. Now that I have a team helping me, it's going to be great. You'll get more content, not just the shows, but with that, we are signing off this time, both of us here in Tampa. Mary Lou, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you.